This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at the website, please feel free to click on the radio link and you can subscribe to the show, either on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to welcome my co-host with us as always, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing great, Greg. Uh, I have had a crazy week just keeping busy, you know, working, um, recording stuff, trying to use my voice as much as possible. You know me. I love the sound of my own voice. You know that. <laughs> Definitely. That's why you do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. But I'm really glad to be here. I love doing the show with you each week, of course, and we have a lot of fun. And how about you, though? What's going on over there? Oh, man. Uh, we had a uh, little bit of a project uh, last week. My wife and I decided to redo my home office. Uh, Oh yeah, so we painted. Like redo, like, like oh wow, yeah, painting. Yeah, painting, uh, clearing out everything, and you'd be surprised the the stuff I found in my desk from like decades ago. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I bet. <laughs> but I bet uh, you probably uh, did. You find the uh, what the Holy Grail and the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> buried under there? Yeah, yeah, things from a couple lifetimes ago, and uh, it, it was a trip, but. You know, it looks good now. We're 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 happy. It's uh it's behind us. The la- I remember the last time you cleaned around the house. I, I think you were you, you cleaned out the shed and it had been a while and you found a, the life preserver from the or the life ring uh from the SS Minnow. <laughs> you, you, I mean, that's old. I mean, yeah. that that ship wrecked over there in the island somewhere in the 60s. And you know the intro to Gilligan's Island uh, was filmed here in Hawaii in Kaneohe Bay. Oh, was it? Oh, wow. Cool. Yep. That's neat. Coconut Island. That's the island that you see in the beginning. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. That's perfect. I didn't even know that. Well, we won't be going oh. on a three-hour tour today. <laughs> well, the podcast won't last that long. Don't no. worry. No. <laughs> uh, but I know that your parents, instead of Greg, almost named you Gilligan. Gilligan Gunther. <laughs> Gilligan Gunther. Didn't have quite the same ring to it. <laughs> No, Greg is better. So what are we talking about on the show today? Well, I uh, let you know earlier this week, I had an interesting show planned. Um, So I got uh, some sources uh, to tap into as always. So I think you're going to find today's show quite interesting. And, you know, we've often talked about on the show um, the idea of downsizing in retirement, you know, or maybe moving into a retirement community as kind of an end goal. But we rarely really dive into some of the important details. So today we're going to focus on moving into a retirement community, but before you actually officially retire. So we're going to talk about what the financial benefits are. uh, Are there disadvantages to consider? 
Um, and one of the sources that I have for us today uh, in our first segment here is from a U.S. News & World Report article from September uh, 2018 titled, Should You Move to a Retirement Community Before Retiring? Wow. Well, that sounds like an interesting idea. I guess let's dive right into this, the details about that. I mean, why would somebody, Greg, consider moving into a senior living or retirement community before they retire. It seems a little premature. Yeah. Well, one of the biggest advantages to settling into a retirement community while you're still working, uh, one would be eliminating the yard work and household repairs and all the maintenance. Living in a community takes all those chores off your plate. And this can help you focus on the, you know, the, the latter stages in life and where you are preparing for your retirement in your last few years of work. And this may lead to more time for leisure activities as well. Uh, but before you enjoy fewer chores and more leisure time, there are a few steps that you need to take. So the first is to check if you qualify. Most retirement communities have age restrictions. Some communities are 55 and older. Uh, some are actually 65 and up. So uh, exceptions are occasionally allowed, but even if you don't fit the age requirements, you may have uh, some other options. So many of the most popular communities do have waiting lists, uh, especially here locally. So starting this process early uh, might help you down the line. Yeah, I would assume that would be great. And the best places always have waiting lists, right, Greg? I mean, whether it's restaurants or I guess retirement communities. Yeah, good point. You know, and it's it's also a good idea to check out um, the facility and its features. You know, does the does the layout of the of the apartment work for you? Um, communities can really uh, vary widely, and each provides different levels of care. Some are independent living, while others provide assisted living, and some provide full nursing care options. And some have stages. You know, as you get older, finding the community that fits your needs um, should probably be your highest priority. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. And that's a great point. Just because something's trendy and popular doesn't mean it's necessarily the right fit for everyone. And I learned that one the hard way with bell bottoms. <laughs> Fashion always does a <laughs> does a circle. <laughs> you know, I, I cut quite a figure in uh, bell bottoms. Yeah. Um, well, another thing to consider is cost, um, specifically the entrance fees and association fees. Entrance fees are charged when you move into the community and they differ depending on the type of apartment that you choose. Some of these entrance fees can be quite high, so you may want to plan for these fees as part of your financial strategy. And you should also examine the association fees and that the, that the community charges. Um, these typically cover you know, your lawn maintenance, the property upkeep, uh, as well as access to fancy features like workout rooms, pools, hot tubs, and whatever other you know, social activities that they, that they have. And these fees will impact your retirement budget. So if you don't like certain perks that they offer, another community may fit your budget better. Yeah. And so fit is important or even more important than availability. Uh, what's something else that a person may want to consider though, when they're thinking about moving into a, a senior living or retirement community before they retire? It's a good idea to work with your financial services professional to make sure that you're sticking with your retirement strategy. Uh, ask yourself, will moving into a retirement community before you stop working um, affect your financial goals? Uh, will spending money now on entrance fees negatively impact um, your travel plans that you might have laid out? And could those fees make it harder uh, for you to help 
with, say, grandkids in college or helping family out for some other financial reason, um, ensuring your legacy and dreams and goals um, is very, very important. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that's uh, that's good, but it's a lot to consider. Do you have any suggestions on how we should start evaluating those issues? I would imagine that process could seem overwhelming to some. Yeah. uh, Good point, Tony. And there's definitely a lot to consider and it can be difficult to where where to start. You know, that's why at the Retirement Optimization Group, we believe your first step in creating any kind of plan or making any kind of these moves is organizing your assets. That's that's the first place to start. And we use the Generational Vault, which is an online secure portal where you can compile all your information in one place. Uh, insurance policies, location of important documents like trusts, all your financial information, wills, powers of attorney, and much more. Um, organizing your assets not only makes life easier for you and your family, but it can also provide an overview if your assets are in line with your risk preferences. And the bottom line is you need to have all your ducks in a row before taking an important step, like moving into a new community. Yeah. Yeah. I I would, I would say that's huge. I, I would never have imagined how many different issues or things there are to consider when we look at potentially moving into a retirement community. Yeah, moving into a retirement community before retirement is a big decision and it can impact your overall retirement strategy. So hopefully these tips will provide um, value as you consider your options, um, you know, in retirement or just before retirement. All right. Well, you know what? We should take a minute here to let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you. And I know you always have a special offer for our listeners, right? Yeah, that's right. Any of our listeners that would like a no cost, no obligation consultation um, to either help you organize your assets, see if they're in line with your overall risk preferences, um, or maybe set up a complimentary generational vault account. Um, Please give us a call at 791-2924. I'm happy to help. All right. Thanks so much for that, Greg. And listeners, a reminder, this is Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, uh, we've been talking about things you need to consider before moving into retirement community. Uh, Now we're going to turn our attention to another topic, which is wealth building. And Greg, who doesn't want to learn new ways to enhance that financial nest egg and grow that nest egg? Yeah, absolutely. Building wealth is a hot, hot button. Uh, But this isn't going to be, you know, a a get rich quick scheme or a magic bullet kind of thing or even just chasing trends in the market. Um, So don't let the the title of this next source lead you astray. Um, We'll be working through an uh, investopedia.com entry titled Three Simple Steps to Building Wealth. Uh, This was published recently, May 2019. And while these steps may be uh, simple to understand, they can really be a lot more difficult to actually execute. Uh, So according to the article, in order to build wealth over the course of your life, you need to do three things. Make it. So you need to have consistent sources of income that allow you to have some left over after you've covered your necessities, like housing, utilities, and food and transportation. Uh, Two, save it. So once those necessities are paid for, your next step is to have a proactive and consistent savings plan. And this could include 401k through your employer or any type of individual saving strategy. Uh, And three, invest it. So once you've put that savings aside, it needs to work for you in an investment mix that matches your risk tolerance and long-term strategy. And it's just like fitness, Tony. There are no shortcuts. 
Good old fashioned hard work, nose to the grindstone, consistency gets the job done. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's really, really good. I mean, make it, save it, an investment. It, it sounds uh, invested. It sounds like a solid three step plan, but I, I think maybe it's a little too vague, don't you? Yeah, I mean, uh, good point. And just naming off. So, uh, some general statements like a motivational poster, you know, <laughs> isn't going to be <laughs> right. enough. Uh, so that's why I right. wanted to spend a little more time on this subject, just to give it a little more thorough discussion. Uh, so let's dive into each of these three steps of wealth building a bit more, starting with earning income. So earning income may seem like a no-brainer. Um, it's still the most important step. Odds are that you've seen various charts and tables showing the value of compounding interest over time. And what those tables and charts rarely show is what you need to be making to cover your necessities. So there's only so much you can save by cutting down on expenses. Well, if there's only so much that you can do uh, to spend less or cut down on expenses, how do we make more then? Well, you'll likely need to you know, increase your income over time. Um, to allow for these opportunities to invest to present themselves. So so one way to make sure that you're using uh, newfound income for savings is to automatically increase your savings when you receive a raise or a bonus. So you've already taught yourself how to live on your current income level. Don't simply spend more just because you made more. Um, so investment options like 401ks or IRAs will even provide you with uh, the ability to automatically increase percentages uh, on a schedule that you predetermine. So when you get a raise, don't spend it, save it. Um, paying off debt like credit cards or school loans, schedule an increase in savings that starts right when your debt gets paid off. That way you're living on the same budget. Right. And that's an interesting idea. I mean, if I'm already making ends meet with my current budget, and then I move that money from debt reduction, that I, the debt I paid off, into savings after the debt's paid off, that won't affect my day-to-day -day cash flow. I think that's great. Exactly. And speaking of savings, there, there are some more ways you can avoid spending more than your income. When you spend too much, you can't save. And the Investopedia, Investopedia article identifies four ways to make sure you don't exceed your budget and spend too much. All right, so first, track your spending. It's common to feel like your money just disappeared. Uh, even knowing exactly what you're spending your money on can help you avoid spending too much. So categorize, sort your expenditures, ask yourself where can you adjust? Maybe you didn't realize you were spending that much on certain categories, uh, coffees, uh, lunches out, for example. And think of the results. Uh, when you look at this, it, it surprises a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have a quote unquote friend. Let's say let's say this person's a friend who categorizes every cent he spends. He uses a software program and uh, puts it in the right category and then can run a report to show how much he's spent on donuts and pizza over the past 10 years. It adds up. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> I mean, it, it really does add up, Tony. And the tracking your spending, it's actually a really useful tool. Um, going into super high detail like that, you know, a lot of people aren't necessarily willing to jump into that. Um, and maybe not everyone is ready to cut back on donuts like your quote unquote friend. 
Um, but there will be no doubt that there are we there will be ways that you can cut back. Uh, there's actually a great app um, for your phone called Daily Budget. You can download it for free. If you want to track your expenses uh, simplistically and stay on budget, I highly recommend it. Um, they're not a sponsor, but I do use this app myself. Um, and this will help identify where your spare money goes. Uh, once you've identified these categories, you can ask yourself, where can I save money? Maybe could you eat out less? Uh, maybe perhaps pack a lunch from home to save money instead. Uh, even making a change that affects one or two days can really impact your long-term savings. Yeah. And what was the name of the app you're referring to? Uh, it's called Daily Budget. Oh yeah. Daily Budget. That's a good one. My wife and I use one called You Need a Budget, Y-N-A-B. That's a good one too. Uh, but you're right. A little change can make all the difference, can it? Yeah, um, it really does. And don't be afraid to to make those adjustments to your lifestyle. Uh, you may feel that, you know, right now, entertainment and eating out are considered essential. But over time, are you really getting enjoyment out of what you're spending? And subscriptions are easily overlooked, too. We talked about that last week. Um, they can also maybe be a place where you can probably cut back on expenses. You're likely spending money on things you never use anymore. Um, and as always, make sure you're taking full advantage of your company's 401k. I, I know I've said this time and time again, but I still run into people that aren't doing it. It's like leaving money on the table. It's basically the same as turning down a raise. Don't do it. At least contribute to what your employer will contribute. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, we've talked about that on past shows. Uh, most people out there have something like a 401k through their employer. or A lot of people do. And if they offer a match, you have to do it. You have to put in enough to get the full match because that's free money and that's going to grow your money exponentially. So you really don't want to pass that up. Uh, do you have anything else uh, regarding that? Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, actually? Yeah, sure. Um, one final insight too: 401k matches right now. I mean, contributions are 19,000 a year. IRA, um, think just got reduced, uh, uh, increased up to 7,000 a year. So if you're not saving 26,000 a year, don't be spending any more money. <laughs> Once you max right. it out, now you can go ahead and increase your spending. Uh, but yeah, if you have any questions on today's topic or you would like some help getting organized, please don't hesitate to give us a call. 791-2924 is our number. All right. And you're listening to Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And, you know, you talked about wealth building steps. And I know that in this last segment, uh, you wanted to talk about uh, budgeting, right? That's right, Tony. And we mainly focused on budgeting in the last segment. And I want to focus specifically in this segment on creating a retirement budget. Over and over, we hear about income in retirement creating a personal pension uh, and other ways financial services professionals look to cover the quote unquote income gap. However, how many times do they provide you with tips to create an accurate retirement budget? So today I want to do just that. Here are some tips. This is for my third resource today. Um, this is from a Motley Fool article titled four tips for creating a retirement budget. So let's talk about the four tips mentioned in the article and expand on each of them. Yeah, that sounds good. It sounds like a great idea. I mean, budgets have come up a lot today. A lot of people cringe when they hear the B word and we start talking about budgets, but I think it's a great idea to explore this a little more. And I, I think that's really important, isn't it? 
Yes. Yeah, so the first tip mentioned in the article is uh, understand your healthcare costs. And you've brought this up a few times, Tony, too, about the rising costs of healthcare. Oh, it's uh, outrageous. And, you know, for rent, for many retirees, healthcare is going to be a major, major expense. And when you combine Medicare premiums with maybe optional Medigap coverage plus long-term care, cost of prescriptions that keep going up, um, doctor's visits, uh, and much more. Healthcare can really become a large part of the budget. So to reach an estimate of your monthly costs, you can add the costs you already know, like the fixed monthly costs of premiums and and your other known medical expenses. And depending on your individual situation, uh, you may consider increasing your monthly contributions maybe to a health savings account um, if you've got a few working left uh, a few working years left before you retire well healthcare costs obviously always one of the biggest questions and biggest expenses uh, in our future in retirement uh, at least in my opinion and I feel confident in assuming that I will likely have some major healthcare expenses in the future so I think it's an important thing for all of us to budget for yeah, absolutely. And the health savings accounts can be kind of difficult to to manage, um, but that's definitely an option and it needs to be uh, thought about um, pretty deeply. So the second tip I have, uh, Tony, is it involves your home. So some retirees decide to downsize or move to a smaller home or even here, um, you know, retiring and moving to the mainland. Um, however, if you just decide to stay in your home or maybe even just move to a smaller one, you're going to need to budget for maintenance and repairs as well. So ask yourself, how old are your appliances? How about the roof? Homes and appliances all have limited lifespans. And the article suggests that you estimate potential costs for repairs and replacements. And kind of a a variable here, you might be handy now, but odds are that you might not be able to make some of those repairs as, as you age. Right. Uh, that's that ties right back into our first segment of the show, actually, on uh, retirement communities. Uh, well done there, Greg. Uh, well, in our business, we call that in the radio business, we call that a callback. You're you're turning into a regular radio pro. Wow, that's like a natural. I I think I learned from the best, uh, Tony. And you know, WKRP in Cincinnati was one of my favorite sitcoms when I was a kid. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Well, the next tip I have for creating the retirement budget is to assume that you're going to spend more on leisure activities. We've talked about this too in the past, Tony, filling that time gap that you have now. You've been working your entire life for this opportunity. Now you have all this free time. It's time to do the things that you've been wanting to do. However, unless all of your hobbies are low cost, you're likely to incur more. Uh, Green fees, airline tickets, sporting events, cooking classes, whatever it may be, you're going to need to budget for it. So and that is unless you want to play Monopoly every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, Monopoly, I mean, it's fun, but I think playing it every day would be a bit tiresome. <laughs> yeah. So budget for uh, for some time, ex- for some uh, luxury expenses, if you will. And the final tip involves taxes. So which are all but certain to increase over time. Withdrawals from retirement accounts are taxable, unless it's a Roth, and even your social security benefits will most likely be taxed, depending on your income level. But make sure when you're creating a budget that it includes taxes as part of the equation. Right. And the eternal gross income versus net income scenario, right? Right. And so you see where I'm going with this, Tony. Good eye. Yeah. Uh, Remember your first paycheck when you got your first job, maybe back in high school? 
if you're anything like me, you probably uh, spent your time calculating your hourly wage by the number of hours you worked and begin to imagine what you were going to do with the money. And then when my first check arrived, I got a shock. In my daydreams and calculations, I hadn't planned for federal tax, state tax, social security contributions, and all these other deductions. So save yourself that rude awakening and budget with those taxes in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good call. <laughs> good call. And, and no one likes a rude awakening, especially from the tax man. Uh, those are some tips that might help us prepare. Yeah. Creating a budget for retirement income and expenses can help provide peace of mind and help you prepare for the future. And it may also be a valuable opportunity to meet with your financial services professional to review your budget or create one, uh, set your savings and your long-term goals. And at the Retirement Optimization Group, we use two very valuable tools to help evaluate your retirement journey. They're the color of money risk analysis, lets you know what type of investor you are and how your assets should be aligned, and the Social Security Maximization Report. Leave nothing to chance, let the report tell you exactly what the best way to file to maximize your benefits. Uh, If you'd like more information on any of these topics, as well as the generational vault, organizing your finances, you can give us a call at 791-2924 or visit our website, therogroup.org. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.